0: Well, big doings today with confirmation and Mother's Day, and two bishops visiting. Bishop Hutchins is, I think, uh, hiding in the choir loft, but he's here. We congratulate the confirmands. That was a good crop this year. My text today is from the first epistle of St. Peter, chapter 4, the end of verse 11. "The God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. In the fourth chapter of his epistle to the Ephesians, St. Paul meditates upon the ascension of Christ far above all heavens. And Paul says that Christ led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Christ led captivity captive first when he rose from the dead and so broke the power of Satan and death over mankind. This first result of the resurrection was followed by the ascension of Christ into heaven and then by his giving of, in Paul's phrase, gifts unto men. In Ephesians 4, Paul immediately connects the ascension of Christ beyond our human world to the gift by Christ of various ministries in the church. He ascended up far into heaven that he might fill all things, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. The purpose of these ministries and gifts Paul describes as being for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So Christ rose from the dead and ascended into heaven to give us gifts, Those gifts are spiritual offices and graces that lead to the perfecting of the saints, the work of the ministry, and the edifying or building up of the body of Christ. That's three ways of saying the church. The glorification of Christ on Easter and Ascension Day is directed towards the creation of the church, which we celebrate next week on Pentecost. And the purpose of the church is to bring us in unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Think of a growing boy who wants to measure his height about every week. Perhaps his parents mark his father's height on a wall and then mark the son's height as he grows. Every few months, they measure the son again and mark his new height, which he then compares with his previous height and with his father's height. The son is, we might say, growing into the measure of the stature of the fullness of his father. Or again, imagine a girl growing up so that she can gradually wear some of her mother's clothes or jewelry. The girl is growing into the stature of the fullness of her mother. What is the stature of the fullness of Christ? Well, remember the ascension and the session or seating of Christ. He has ascended into heaven and seated on the right hand of the Father. That is to say, Christ, who is man as well as God, has taken our human nature up into God's own life. The stature of Christ is his humanity, which is now perfectly and eternally united to his Father. The stature of the fullness of Christ is complete and perfect in heaven. The fullness of Christ on earth, however, is not yet complete. The fullness of Christ on earth is the church, which extends his body into every place and every generation. The church is not yet complete and fulfilled. The church is still growing and trying to measure up into the stature of the fullness of Christ in his glorified and ascended perfection. Christ ascended into heaven, and you and I are supposed to grow up to that same stature now as parts of his body on earth. He has gone to prepare a place for us, And there he is full and complete already. We pray that where he is, thither we might also ascend and reign with him in glory. (coughs) How do we do this? How do we grow up to be like Christ, to measure up to the fullness, to his divine fullness? How do we follow where he's gone already? We can't answer this question by measuring with a pencil on a wall but were nonetheless given some yardsticks to measure out an answer. First, St. Paul in Philippians 3 prays that he may know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable to his death. That is, we measure up to Christ by suffering obedience, by carrying the crosses he sends us, Patience under our sufferings, obedience, humility, all conform us to Christ and his death, and thereby make us capable of sharing his resurrection and growing more and more into the fullness of his stature. Secondly, we grow into the fullness of Christ through unity with his body, the church, especially by receiving the body of Christ in a devout Holy Communion we come to dwell in him and he in us. In the breaking of bread, in the fellowship of worship, in mutual love, we are assimilated and grafted more and more into the body of Christ. Thirdly, we grow into the fullness of the stature of Christ in the way that children grow and mature, namely by imitation. As children mature or do not mature by imitating Adults, at least adults who are good examples, so Christians grow up into the pattern set by Christ by following his teaching and example. Christ ascended into heaven to give gifts to us and to help us grow into his stature. St. Peter in Epistle for the Ascension also speaks of spiritual gifts and then prays that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever." The ascension is part of the glorification of Christ. In fact, it's so much united with the resurrection that in Luke's gospel, it seems that the resurrection and ascension occur on the same day. After the death of Christ, there was one mighty movement of glorification, which overcame the grave, lifted Christ's humanity into heaven, and opened up the floodgates of grace. So Peter prays that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ. The fullness of Christ's victory requires its extension, its extension to all places and people and times. It is all there in our Lord's own prayer. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, which is to say perfectly and completely. And again, it's the same thing as saying that we must grow into the fullness of the stature of Christ. And again, the same as to say that where our head has gone, there we, the body, must follow. Now in heaven, more and more here on earth, that God in all things may be glorified through our glorious and ascended Lord, Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever from his body on earth and from every creature here below